Welcome to the Popcorn Talk Network. For the online broadcast network that features movie discussion, news, and interviews, press one. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. From the Popcorn Talk Network, the number one online broadcast network for movie talk, this is the Cosplay Coach. Costume breakdowns and tips and tricks to create your own. And now, the coach yourself, Meredith Placco. And friends. <laughs> yes, that was a trick. Every week we're going to do that now. Yay, thank you, my harmonious court. Uh, <laughs> Next week it'll be in two-part harmony. It's, yes. it's just going to be better and better. Just, you know, we just came up with that on the spot like two seconds before, so... Good job, guys. Thanks. We also have our new band name, which is Harmonious Court. <laughs> I'm excited about it. So welcome back to another week of The Cosplay Coach, uh, where we talk all things costumes. I am your host, Meredith Placco, and I'm joined as always by Emma Fife. Oh, I guess I should say Adam Placco. (laughs) Sorry. I have a Twitter. You should follow me on Twitter, Adam Placco. I say things on there. I also have a Twitter. It's at Emma Fife. It's my name. It's pretty easy. (laughs) I'm Elena Jordan. My Twitter is also my name, which is Elena Jordan. And we are joined by our very wonderful queen... Special guest, Kristen <laughs> Carr. I uh, I go by Space Invader online. You may have seen me around. My Twitter handle is at Space Invader Kate. But you also have a more active Facebook page, right? I do. My Facebook Carr. page is much more active. It's uh, facebook.com slash Space Invader Costs. Nice. Uh, yay. Okay, and I also forgot. God, I guess I, I was so excited about the harmon- harmonizing. I screwed up our intro. All right, guys. Welcome to the Cosplay Coach. Please go online and subscribe to us on YouTube and give us five stars over on iTunes. Also, why don't you head on over to Podcast One and give us a little bit of a survey uh, boost. If you take this little like quick five-minute survey, it really helps us. You can just go to podcastone.com and uh, fill it out. Mention Popcorn Talk. If you can, mention Cosplay Coach. Give us all the best ratings because apparently if you do that that really means you really really like us and uh the people that live out there and over there and say yes or no to us will keep letting us come back so exactly so yeah podcast1.com go to youtube and give us the thumbs up and go to itunes and give us five star ratings please and thank you all right moving right along to our road to comic-con series Woo-hoo! oh my god guys it's only like three weeks away oh, no I, I keep having like minor panic attacks or but except i i think i'm making it less time than it is because the other week i was trying to schedule something and i was like oh no that's the week of comic-con <laughs> no it's not no, it's the week after that. Week. But but it's like because, you know, this week is E3, so a lot of us were busy for that. Yeah. And then uh, Alana M and I are going to be an amazing Las Vegas Comic Con uh, at the South Point this weekend. So come on out and see us and, oh, I don't know, Rob Liefeld and Charles Soule and <laughs> or, or Steve McNiven or like Greg Coppolo. You know, just just those really cool comic book guys. John Barrowman, you know. Yeah. But really, come see us. Um, <laughs> but I, it's just been like one thing after another yeah. and I'm like, oh, I got to make my Polaris costume for Comic Con and I was going to do a new white queen and I was going to do and I'm like you know you know okay I'll do Polaris you know what I'm going to do guys hold on one <laughs> second you know what I am going to do do you remember this do you guys remember this dress from the very first cosplay coach episode <laughs> I have Aww. I just have a little bit of gemstones to go oh, on yeah. the back. I just have probably about five hours worth of gemstones <laughs> and I have all the underpinnings and everything done at home and some butterflies and I will finish Cinderella 
I will not wear her to Comic Con because <laughs> it's really hot down there. But I'm going to finish this. I might really wear her to Anime Expo. Well, you know, yeah. if you did wear it to Comic Con, you could keep people from bumping into you because then you'd That's have your really own true. atmosphere from oh, the Betty Guy. Right. <laughs> it's like my own. Well, because you're going to be. Um, Bumper cars. You're going to be. You're, you're a guest judge at Anime Expo yes, I am. here in LA. I'm judging the masquerade. Oh, that's nice. so fantastic. <laughs> and you're going to be wearing your Queen Elsa? Yep. Springtime Elsa. So maybe I will finish Cindy and we can do a, a Ladies of Disney. Thing. Yes, I would like that. So, but yeah, so Kristen uh, is amazing, but um, and we'll talk a lot more about her. I just wanted to uh, talk about that stupid costume. That I sold <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so Comic Con's upon us. Uh, yes. But the thing that you should be excited about for Comic Con is that. Uh, all along the way, we're going to be doing our Road to Comic-Con cosplay challenge with McCall's Cosplay. And McCall's has been super amazing to us. They've donated so many patterns. We have more patterns this week to give away, guys. We also have, at Comic-Con, we're going to be doing a live cosplay contest with Popcorn Talk Network and McCall's, uh, where you have a chance to win uh, gift certificates and patterns and other special grand prizes that we can't announce yet. And... I know not all of you can come out to Comic-Con, mm-hmm. so in conjunction, we'll be doing an online contest at the same time. Uh, we'll talk more about that at the end of the show, because we have some winners from last week, and we have more stuff to give away this week. But keep in mind that the challenge for the big costume contest, that's going to happen between July 9th and 12th. We're still ironing out those details about where our live show is going to be. <laughs> it's super exciting, though. Our, our big boss is in a meeting right now, and I can't wait till we can announce this. But um, the cosplay challenge is, uh, basically, we want you to design your own original take on your favorite character. So you can do a steampunk version, you can do a punk rock version, you could do maybe a, a Disney princess or a princess version of a character that's not a princess. So take whatever your favorite character is from your childhood, your favorite pop culture media, and, and make it into something that inspires you, and uh, we will have awesome things to give away. Pretty excited. Okay. All right. Enough preamble. Let's get on (laughs) into the show. I know you guys are super excited. We've been talking about this for a couple weeks, but we are going to get into the new wave of Disney princesses. Yes. And it's not really cool 80s music. Um, It's not new order. (laughs) But uh, what we're going to talk about is... Block of Seagulls, Disney princesses. (laughs) That would be be a great cosplay right there. If you make that, you You win. win. You win. Automatically. (laughs) Either Comic-Con or comic Online, um, yeah. both contests oh, we have. Uh, hey, hey. <laughs> Bad pun, starting it out. This All is right. why we keep Alana around. <laughs> uh, but uh, we're going to be talking about Merida, Tiana, uh, Rapunzel, and of course, Anna and Elsa. We kind of can't ignore them. They're kind <laughs> yes. of a thing. A really a big thing. Uh, but we're really excited because I think you know, Disney princesses, regardless, I know some people are like, oh, they're princesses. It's uh, To me, that's what I grew up with. Like, yeah. I, I've always found Disney women to be very forward for their time period. I you agree. Know, when you go yeah. back and, and watch some of these, especially the older ones like Snow White or even, to you know, to extent Cinderella, mm-hmm. they kind of broke their molds at the time, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and they Absolutely. continue to do that yeah. with their modern princesses. Yeah, I think, I, I think, you know... I feel like Disney gets all this criticism and they're like, oh, we all grew up in this Disney fairy tale story of like how your life is going to go. And I remember watching Disney movies as a kid and I never thought that the end goal was to fall in love and get married. That yeah. was like just a, a byproduct of having awesome yeah. adventures. I thought the end goal was to make friends with rats and birds <laughs> that would help you build things. You have to yeah. sing with the birds. Okay? <laughs> I mean, that's what I was taught. Yeah. But, but even like, I mean, you look at the the ones that kind of we grew up with, which were Little Mermaid, Little Mermaid. and Jasmine. Yeah. And, you know, and, and beautiful. Beauty and the Beast. I mean, these were women who, yes, had feminine qualities, but were strong and independent. I mean, I wanted to be Jasmine because she was cool and had 
a tiger and kicked butt. Yeah, she wore pants yeah, too. She wore pants. <laughs> um, and and Disney, I feel, has continued that, especially with their their newer princesses. Mm-hmm. That I feel they they speak to, and it speaks across gender roles. Absolutely. I, you know, I have so many little cousins, little boy cousins, who will talk about Frozen uh, because they love, they just love it. And mm-hmm. and there's nothing wrong with that. And I think there's just something to be said about Disney creates such a timeless character that that visually appeals to us. Absolutely. And, uh, so we're going to start with some of the newer princesses and across the months we'll, we'll go back because <laughs> we can't not ever talk about Disney. Yes. Um, so one of the uh, really cool things is that McCall's Cosplay Collection has tons of dresses at your disposal. Um, they've got beautiful ball gowns, beautiful... Uh, uh, what, medieval? Yeah, I would say that's a medieval yeah. gown. Uh, if you wanted to do a, a magical girl version <laughs> of your favorite princess, it was just well, we'll go through all these patterns later. But it's just so amazing that they're really going out of their way to market to that cosplay community. Absolutely. They know what we want. Um, and then you found uh, who? I'm not actually sure who po- posted in these notes the happily grim blog spot that is yes that is awesome they have amazing things on that website that has tons of tutorials i think we actually have a photo the disney dress tutorials for not so grown-ups <laughs> um that have great patterns and tips and different things and then uh, i also love there is a great website disneyscreencaps.com Ooh. that has amazing screen caps and really zoomed in and great hd quality so you can see the different patterns and the details when you're making these costumes yeah. Well, that's something I love about the Disney, like, art design is that mm-hmm. they're very simple color blocking that allows you as a costumer to really elaborate if you want. I mean, you mm-hmm. know, taking Kristen's Spring Elsa, which we'll get into at, at, later on the show, but, you know, we've seen the art from this, but you can really take and add to it, like yeah. bling and glitter and crystals. And, you know, I've seen a ton of, like, bell costumes where people do, like, all right, we're going to do a solid yellow dress, but then some people add glitter, like the glitter tool. Mm-hmm. And you can just really enhance these costumes. And that's, you know, I think as a costumer, one of my biggest uh, draws for Disney costuming is just the level of intricacy or not that I can put into it. And they both look great. Yeah. You can do yeah. very simplistic, simple mm-hmm. lines, or you can have embellishments yeah, and yeah. it's gorgeous yeah. Yeah. I mean that to me is is the nicest thing about adapting costumes from animation is that especially with with the older films and mm-hmm. the more traditional 2D animation style there's not really room for texture and right. little mm-hmm. trim and details. So it's it, one of my favorite things to see about people's different completely costumes seeing, like the different like fabrics and trims that they pick and uh, kind of what they do to really give it some realism and bring it to life. Oh, well, something, you know, we haven't really touched much on the show is that, you know, for people who go to conventions, anime, comic book, pop, pop, pop culture ones and compete in the contest, um, they do have design craftsmanship uh, judged uh, contests that aren't just necessarily the masquerade where people perform. Right. Now, in terms of being a judge, you know, do you look for where people have gone off, uh, you know, off script on the costume and maybe add their own embellishments? Is that something definitely. You, you would actually give points for? Yeah, definitely. Um, that's part of that, that is one of the things you, we look for as judges is um, the execution of the costume. So it's both are they accurate, but then did they give it their own special little touch? Did they get creative with it? And that's always a nice thing to see. That's awesome. Yeah, we'll we'll definitely talk more about that because I think a lot of people are probably curious about the whole judging process. Like, what's it like to get up on stage and and in front of people and have people 
Look at you. Cause it could be don't be nervous. We don't bite. <laughs> I promise. <laughs> uh, so we're going to start off with Tiana from Princess and the Frog, which I will say I feel was one of the more underrated Disney I films. I completely agree. And I mean, this is just going back mm-hmm. to how, how we mentioned earlier that... Yeah. The the heroines in Disney films tend to be progressive for their time period. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like Snow White nowadays is a damsel in distress. Yeah, but back then, what she was doing was revolutionary. She <laughs> ran away, but yeah, she she took her life into her own hands. But Tiana, I loved in Princess and the Frog because she was not a princess. She wanted to run a business. Yeah. <laughs> she's awesome. She she really is, and I mean, we we can't ignore the fact that uh, Tiana is Disney's like first person of color. Yeah, totally. And and I'm very proud of it, proud of Disney for doing that. And I just, you know, but for me, I guess being raised where I was, I was just, you know, I'm from the South and I'm like, good, this is about time, you know? Yeah, Um, sure. But I loved her story. I loved the music in it so much. But I I spent a lot of time in New Orleans. It has a special place in my heart. So I, I love it. And I love how they brought in so many elements of that world of that like era not just the 20s but new orleans into her gown so we're just you know going to go straight into her princess gown that that she wears it's a beautiful tulip it's a flower yeah she's completely encased in leaves and petals and you know you look at this and it 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 looks just like it, it's magical and unlike any other of the previous Disney princess yeah. costumes you know when you sometimes see like the theme park exclusive or the Barbie like variant where they mm-hmm. look like something this you know to me is like a really great design because I think especially in the time where Princess and the Frog came out you kind of saw a lot, little bit of more magical costuming coming in like prom season yeah. and especially the, the Disney wedding collection right. and I love Tiana's dress um, mainly because we also see Sparkle just a little bit but in terms of making this, you know, there's outside of a, a couple patterns for small children, there's really no dedicated pattern for Tiana's Yeah, costume, which is right? really mm-hmm. surprising and disappointing to me. Yeah, it is. Once again, I think like you're saying, Meredith, mm-hmm. it is such an underrated film because they really have crafted this super fun, authentic southern New Orleans, like very steeped in that kind of, you know, cool yeah. tradition. And, and I think that this movie gets overlooked a lot, maybe because it happened during a time period when Disney was making the transition into doing more 3D mm-hmm. animation, and this is your more traditional kind of 2D animation. I don't know. Wait, I, all I'm saying is we need a Tiana pattern. Yeah, we need, <laughs> we need, we need <laughs> a Tiana Because if you're going to go about this, like the, the one thing you want to do is for the for the base of the dress, you really want to look for a big ball gown. And luckily, uh, Nicole's put out, as I was, remember I predicted yeah. we were going to get a certain, uh, ball gown pattern by the end of the year. Well, we got it mid-year. Um, and the, the, the fluff of this ball gown pattern, uh, would be perfect as a basis for Tiana. But the thing with Tiana's dress is that you have to really be able to, drape fabric and cut fabric to get those layers and get those, those petal petals. layers. Yeah. Um, and, and really, this is a material that you could easily use. Like, uh, uh, Joanne's makes up a, a ubiquitous, their, um, casa, or their casa line. Yep. And their casa yes. satin plus their casa glitter tool. And yep. their, they, that would be so perfect for Tiana's They actually dress. have casa satin now that has glitter on it. On it, yeah. It's Done. perfect. It's amazing. Done. I've used it. It's amazing. And, yeah. and you know, when it's on sale, like, you can get it for as low as 3 to five ninety nine a yard. Oh, it's great. Yeah. I, listen, and right mm-hmm. now, if you have Joanne coupons, you probably mm-hmm. have a 60% off coupon, because I know I do. Yeah. Yep. So, <laughs> I'm surprised you, you still do. I'm surprised yeah. you have it. Oh, I'm going to go use it after the show. 
<laughs> and, and they'll routinely put Casa Satin on 40 to 60% off. Yeah. And I tend to buy in bulk when that happens. Um, and, and that would be like for Tiana's dress, I would definitely, if you were trying to save some money, but want it to look good. The Casa line, especially their satin, it's got such a great weight. We t- we've talked about the drape of fabric before. You know, it hangs really nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not going to be too flimsy. And I feel like, and actually, um, can, John, can we go back to Tiana's dress so I can look at it? Yeah. Yeah. So you could, you know, you could go with even a lighter weight material on the very bottom, that like darker yellow. Yeah. If you mm-hmm. don't want to go with a, uh, um, a satin, they have the crepe line, which is really pretty. It's yeah, a right. softer matte fabric. You yeah. could do a satin on top. And if you wanted to do for the green petal part, you can either get the glitter Casa Satin mm-hmm. or you can get the, um, the polyester, uh, chiffon. Mm-hmm. Is that what they have? Is that their, um, they have polyester chiffon, mm-hmm. and then they also have a really pretty kind of shimmery organza oh, that's that would be super pretty for the uh, leaves. Yeah, I was going to say, and if, uh, if you want to combine those two, <laughs> crepe back satin's a really great fabric to work with it, as well. It really It'd is. be really nice for the underskirt on this. Yeah, I mean, and it's something that, you know, and then to, to build that, that bulk out, you know, you'd obviously, it's going to be one of those dresses that, you know, obviously if you had like a dress form or a mannequin, it would be easier to get the base down and mm-hmm. then lay the fabric and cut. And, and, you know, one of the things too, with, especially if you're looking at those petals, if you're using a synthetic fabric and you don't want to spend all this time clipping and hemming and, and hand tacking it down, I love with polyesters, you just burn it. Yep. yep. <laughs> just take a, just take a, um, a like a, a lighter. I use lighter. the the grill lighter, yep. and you can just very carefully singe the edges. And if you're if you're younger, if you're if you need parent parental supervision, I don't suggest doing this without your parents. Talk to them, have them mm-hmm. do it. But uh, for those of us eighteen and older. Um, <laughs> I, I, I learned that when I was working on a, a goddess Madoka from a Madoka Magica costume. Uh, I used the Casa Satin and I just burned the edges of yeah. my petals and it worked yeah. really good. You just want to be careful to not let the heat sit too much, otherwise it will. You can yeah. do it with a uh, soldering iron. Really? Too. Mm-hmm. If you uh, trace your pattern out on your fabric mm-hmm. and you know you want to have like a heat resistant cutting mat or like a piece of wood or something like that to yeah. cut it on. Yeah. Um, you can actually use a soldering iron to cut the fabric oh. and it'll singe it as it cuts. Oh, that's amazing. And so you get a nice even edge. Wow. And that's something to get when you get the like 50% off accessory or tool like sale yeah, at Joanne's. Yeah. Pick yourself up a nice soldering iron. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. And, th- and this is something that you could easily do. You can, you know, get a bunch of fabric and, and cut the petals out or do them individually. Um, now, terms again with the top, since there's really nothing. Oh, um, yeah, since there's really yeah. nothing, this uh, Vogue pattern, which is Vogue, I can't read, 2929, <laughs> uh, would actually be a really good basis for your top. Um, you could add some uh, like white boning to kind of give it a corseted feel, or you could even just kind of make this and put a, a skirt over it. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is kind of the closest thing I found for the top. And it is a, it's a beautiful dress in itself. Yeah. And I feel like in terms of like getting to know where the gathering and the, the pleating is going to be on the top, it's going to be the closest to uh, Tiana. Yeah. Now, the other thing with building a ball gown in, in <laughs> any sort of uh, garment is that you need a hoop skirt. You need yep. petticoats. <laughs> And I, I've made hoop skirts from scratch, and I've spent $200 on making a hoop skirt with all the actual metal boning. And then uh, you can just go on eBay and type in hoop skirt, 
And then this guy cop- pops up for $30. <laughs> <laughs> and this is the same hoop skirt in which I've used for my Cinderella. Mm. It's made out of plastic boning, but it's enough if you don't have a ton of weight on it. Yeah. It holds up, and you can throw a petticoat on top of it. Like, just, you know, if you want to take a huge rectangle of, say, six to eight yards, gather it, yeah. and put a petticoat to kind of hide some of the, the, you know, ridges and boning. But this is a, a really great option for cosplayers. You know, eBay is still a really good resource for inexpensive of things you know we right. we go to the fashion district and get this stuff for <laughs> been so spoiled living yeah. in LA yeah it's, it's up my cosplay game but you know, this <laughs> so is a really true. good base for any of your big ball gown skirts and like I said just pop on eBay and type in a uh, hoop skirt and you'll find it so awesome yeah um now of course uh I, I just I love this photo of Jennifer Hudson uh, from the Annie Leibovitz uh, series that yeah. she did with all the Disney princesses, um, she the Annie Leibovitz, who's a, a celebrity photographer, yes. um, did a huge series of portraits over the last couple of years featuring all the Disney princesses, and they are just absolutely magical. And this, you know, kind of gives you an idea that you know, I, I it's funny. I, this while well, this is a gorgeous dress, I've actually seen cosplayers do a even more intricate job. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Uh, now, if you want to go a bit casual with Tiana, uh, we have her waitress outfit, yeah. which is, I mean, this is like, I feel like I'm walking into the beignet shop right now. And I, I she it. looks she, like the girls that work in the bakeries at Disneyland. Yeah. yeah. She's, I mean, it's very Belle. It is. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. like she yeah. and Belle yeah. would be hanging out while Belle's reading, and she's like, okay, I could use some help. Yeah, like, like, come on, walk down. Uh, I, I love this outfit and its simplicity. And we tend to see, you know, we know the Disney princesses that they have their casual and they have their princess outfit and I in this one particularly is is you know it's a waitress outfit but it's something that you could easily make at home and in fact um one of our awesome viewers Gwen did a Tiana costume she's in the chat now she's yay and I actually wanted to share um Gwen told us how she made hers and she actually used the new look 6567 pattern as the base of the dress and which she just modified to add um, like sleeve yeah. cuffs and then the top cuff which is a really in his basic very easy dress it's also got some really nice like simple style lines mm-hmm. so it's fitted on the top and flares at the bottom and then she used the see and sew uh, butterick 5125 apron pattern awesome and again it's another one of their like bargain dollar 99 easy mm-hmm. patterns and this is a costume that you know if you're mm-hmm. getting into cosplay and, and you want something new to learn you know this is a really easy place to start and yeah. Gwen yeah. looked fantastic thank you so much for sharing that I just wanted to, you know, share your tips with the... You should definitely have the plate of beignets as a prop. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And then everyone and around you can OD on powdered yes. sugar. Yeah. Everyone's going to be unless you're there with friend. me, powdered in which sugar, case yeah. it's just oh. an empty plate that you carry around. You're like, how did this happen? I would eat all of them before they the, made the it. The empty plate, and then the powdered sugar just like... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like, oh, did you get into a fight with Olaf? <laughs> no. <laughs> Not exactly. No, just yeah, just yes. oh, God, guys. A little I'm, more shameful than that. I really miss New Orleans, and I really miss beignets. Sad. The ones they have at Disneyland are pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> I know, but my pass, my pass. I'm on the I'm on the cheapest pass, so I can't go yeah. until September. No, oh, no. I know. Oh. Disneyland problems. Yeah, me too. I'm a, yeah, I'm on the same pass. Yeah, it's a sad time to be me. <laughs> but it's also really hot. Let's be honest. It's true. I don't and there's so right many now. people there. Happy no. 60th anniversary. Yeah. Any weather right. is good. Beignet weather. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. This is. They need to just sell them at Disney. Um, that. 
Downtown Disney. Downtown Disney. Downtown Disney. They, they do. They oh, do. Yeah, that's where you get the beignets, actually, Perfect. is at the uh, Jazz Kitchen. Oh, yeah. I always get them in the New Orleans part Oh, of the no. The ones they also have churro ice cream sandwiches on the way to the beignet <laughs> stand, and so I've never made it to the beignet oh stand because I'm too busy eating the churro <laughs> ice cream sandwich. Guys, I, only had, I only had Dole Whip for the first time, like, two months ago. Oh, so girl. I'm, yeah. I've never had Dole Whip. Oh, no. Missing out. Yeah, it's fantastic. Well, uh, around the same time, uh, like not too long around around the time that Princess and the Frog came out mm-hmm. was Tangled, mm-hmm. which was hailed by many as Disney's big comeback. Mm-hmm. Um, features a cute little girl with long blonde hair <laughs> that she throws down a tower yep. and crazy dude climbs up. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's really, that's yeah. all you need to know about Tangled, but... It's like it, my relationship with my cat. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I like this one so much. So I'm like, I get her. I get her. My cat's constantly pulling my hair. It is based on the fairy tale Rapunzel. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's actually that. based on Alana's relationship with my cat. <laughs> it's so great. That's why it was Disney's big comeback. They're yeah. like 3D animation and also the girls at home with cats. That's that's true. True. Get it. They They're understand. really going to be able to relate to this. I had to cut my hair off because my cat's going to stand <laughs> but uh, but yeah, so I, I feel like Tangled. I saw a lot of people cosplay Tangled when it came out. Like, yeah, I, I would be at an anime con and I'd see like twenty Rapunzel. Yep. and and the the crossplay level with Flynn, mm-hmm. Finn, 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 Flynn, Flynn Rider, yeah, Flynn, Flynn Rider was amazing. Like I saw so many girls crossplaying, which was super rad. Mm-hmm. And uh, but yeah, like it's it's such a it's such a great little design. It's different from what we've seen from yeah. a lot of the princess dresses. And while this is technically her casual outfit. Um, we start to see some more detail brought in with this. Yes. You know, we're seeing the the stitching on the bottom in the train of the dress. Um, you're seeing a lot more texturing. And this is, I guess, this is their first 3D mm-hmm. uh, one. So they're able to do a little bit more, but it, the lines are still clean and simple. Mm-hmm. And uh, did you did you want to talk about this one, or you know, you were talking about Merida? Yeah. Right, okay. Mer- this one um, is interesting, though, because mm-hmm. it is kind of one of the first times that we get to see that detailed pattern yeah. work. Yeah. That's um, that's especially in the the center panel, um, which I absolutely love. There were some cosplayers who actually found <laughs> the who created the uh, oh, the, the look fabric. of the center yeah. panel, which was pretty cool. Yeah, because I um I don't think we have a detailed shot of her but you do you know you you this is a really great dress and where you can combine mm-hmm. different patterns and different textures mm-hmm. um you know obviously again you can kind of feel like satins would be go-to's crepe i feel like this is one of those where like a crepe on that top would look really really well mm-hmm. right um, that that or a really nice uh, brocade or chicard yeah mm-hmm. yeah i actually have some hold away for a fancy rapunzel it's like, <laughs> oh. that's the other thing is you can always go like super elaborate with these disney costumes yeah it's very true um but <laughs> as as alana was saying with that center panel uh you can do your own fabric on demand um spoonflower.com and fabric on demand uh both offer prints and some you know we have that uh the rapunzel fabric at spoonflower photo um, if you wanted to get that look, exact. Yeah, you can see the doll that we have has yeah. the really good oh. is where you can see the pattern of the fabric really, really mm-hmm. well. Uh, that's a little bit more difficult in some of the shots in the movie. Mm-hmm. But I think the next photo we have is the actual fabric that's been yeah, that's yeah. there it is. Um, so there is an amazing cosplayer who had already pre uh, Amy Major made it. <laughs> cool. Why, why didn't I get Amy's photo for this. Oh, <laughs> I'm kicking myself. Oh. Um, yeah. Uh, I think she was on the one that you had for the... Um, uh, it's fine. Uh, we, yeah. we'll, we'll get to yeah. it. Yeah. Amy, so Amy is one of those cosplayers who I have followed her 
for a decade plus uh-huh. now. Her work has just always been like on point, fantastic. Yeah, I love her to death. Um, but yeah, uh, we'll have to find a picture of that. But this uh, this print right here is great. Now I know a lot of times with Spoonflower, people will upload their prints so you can buy. Mm-hmm. So someone's already made this. It's she did that. Oh, Amy, Amy did. did. Yeah, yeah. and then Amy she put it as a um, uh, free pattern that was uh, oh, that's available, so, fantastic. so that you okay. can just literally have it printed out. So did some of the work for you, which oh is very God. nice. It's awesome. It's so wonderful. Um, so yeah, just go and I, I think the thing with um, and I've ordered from Spoonflower before. They're they're limited in their types of fabrics. You can get cotton, satin. Um, and I can be confusing for fabric. One of them has spandex. Mm-hmm. Um, you can get some like nicer fabric, so you can get them printed on different weights of fabric. So if you don't mm-hmm. want to just do a basic, uh, cheaper cotton, you can spend a little bit money. But it is, you know, we're looking at twenty to forty dollars a yard for the custom print fabric. But it's expensive. It is pretty nice. But I it's just that one center yeah. panel, which is nice. Yeah, it's not the whole thing. Exactly. Yeah, you can get away um, with a yard because so a lot of times, even with like the bigger Elizabethan gowns, you just do that center panel mm-hmm. and connect it to a, a more basic fabric because mm-hmm. it's it's going to be hidden. So you can totally do that. And then if you're wanting to, in terms of making the costume, uh, McCall's has a really great bodice pattern, 4107. Uh, it's really... Um Waiting for there we go. Uh, it's right. a really great yeah, Elizabethan pattern. top pattern. I've actually uh, used this for a couple of uh, like just Renaissance fair yeah. costumes, yep. and you could easily just modify uh, that top to create the bodice, um, and then put an A-line skirt pattern uh, mm-hmm. into it. Um, you know, and you know, you just want to probably do something like add some piping along yeah. the panels, and you can either buy pre-made piping from your local fabric store. I tend to make a lot of my own piping these days, and it's really easy. You just get like plain cording and yeah. about an inch of fabric, fold it over the cording and stitch. Yep. And you're yep. good to go. <laughs> and I love okay. that the pink for this is the red dye pink. Oh, it's, is it? Yeah. yeah. So if oh you dye gosh. the lace, it's you don't have to modify anything. That is so it's awesome. It's exactly oh, red dye pink. <laughs> That's fantastic. And then um, just, in, you know, while the embroidery can be... Uh, intricate, um, there are other ways that you can accomplish doing embroidery. Uh, I've seen friends who have taken, if there's a flower motif, they'll buy like yards of lace fabric and cut out that mm-hmm. and just kind of embroider it on. Um, yep. You know, that's, I I don't I, embroider. That's yeah. what I do. I, I totally stitch lace on, and it looks great. I have an embroidery machine. I still haven't figured out how to use it. <laughs> I'm in the same boat. I have two. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't we have the same machine? Uh, I, that one. Then I have yeah. a Husqvarna. Oh, like you, huge you have one. Fancy, fancy embroidery yeah, machine. I just yeah. I haven't had a chance to sit down and do it. I've been too busy, and I'm no. sad. See, I was lucky. I had a friend who had an embroidery machine, so I would just say, here it is. (laughs) Thanks. Oh, man. Uh, In the chat, I just want to say that uh, Ghoulish Grin Films agrees with us on Dole Whips that you you need need to have one, Kristen, basically, is what it boils down to. They're the ultimate uh, Disneyland treat. Uh, And uh, and Gwen Stacy says, props to Rapunzel cosplayers, because those wigs are intense, and they look real heavy. Well, speaking of the wig, (laughs) you got something to say, Gwen Stacy. Yeah, I am. I did a wig class in college, a wig styling and design class, and it was around when Tangled came out oh. and said, oh, this is brilliant, and started making it. And it was quite uh, a lot oh more God, than I had initially anticipated. Um, I would say if you're going to make your own wig for this one, mm-hmm. 
the trick is buy significantly more loose hair than you think mm-hmm. that you're going to need. Yeah. Um, oh don't God. buy it online. They have where they'll say, oh, it's a great deal. You get this pack for $100. Don't do that. <laughs> Go to uh, an ethnic hair store. Mm-hmm. Buy as many packs as you can. A lot of times they'll give you discounts. Get that jumbo braid. You don't need Kanakalon. Yes. You don't need... Uh, Toya Kalan, get Jumbo, Jumbo Braid. braid. Yep. It's the, the thicker, mm-hmm. heavy, you know, it's, it's very lightweight, but it's going to be like that Rapunzel hair. It's like, yeah. it's like crimped and frizzy yeah. and it's a great filler. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you want it to be as fluffy as possible because even though it looks like the silk mm-hmm. straight hair is going to look best, it's not. And you're going to have ungodly, you're going to need so much of it that it's ridiculous. Um, I would actually recommend getting two of the blonde base wigs to mm-hmm. start so that you can cut uh, hair from one of them to kind of incorporate. Yeah. Um, because you will kind of have the discrepancy between the, the two kinds. Mm-hmm. Um, and don't start your braid too high. Yeah. Because then it's going to pull back. Uh, a good trick for this, if you braid your hair and put it across and pin it down, or if you do little pin curls around the crown, mm-hmm. then put your wig cap on, safety pin it to the curls. Don't just bobby pin. Actually, safety pin it on because it's a lot heavier than you think it's going to (laughs) be. And that's the easiest way to keep it from just pulling your wig cap or ripping your actual hair out Mm -hmm. is to kind of just make a thick layer of your own hair at the crown and fasten it to there. Um, and then, yeah, it's, it's intense. So, <laughs> I think um, I'll be pl- yeah. if I ever cosplay Rapunzel, it would be uh, post getting her hair all chopped yeah. off. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's actually one. not as bad as you would think, but also <laughs> mm-hmm. set out more hair at the beginning so that you can make small braids to hide. You'll have little bits of glue when you glue the flowers on, mm-hmm. and then you can pin underneath and have um, the smaller braids start underneath and use that to kind of hide mm-hmm. some uh, some glue edges. And then it looks really nice and a lot more natural, mm-hmm. and then it just adds a little bit more embellishment, too, like how hers had a whole bunch of different braids in it. Yeah. Nice. No, that's nice. really awesome. No, for flowers, what would you suggest getting? I went to Michael's mm-hmm. and just bought a whole bunch of flowers, and then um, they had some that I thought were pretty that had little glitter trim Ooh. on the outside that you can yeah. get that. Yeah, or you yeah. can even do your own with just Elmer's glue mm-hmm. around the side and just add some glitter if you want to add in a little bit of uh, flair there. Or you yeah. can be like Kristen and just get Swarovski crystals and glue to everything. Uh, <laughs> just <laughs> rhinestones everywhere. It's okay. I found a rhinestone oh, in my good. shoe. <laughs> it happens. I, I love it. I know. The struggle. Mm-hmm. This, yeah, the struggle, the struggle of living in my house. It, it's I Pink love, rhinestones just but really, her everywhere. house is fantastic. Her sewing center is the best thing in the world. Please come over and organize my life. <laughs> yeah, I I think the Rapunzel wig is the is a cosplay into itself. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it's intense. Yeah. And I even tried a couple things where if um, like if you have kind of older wigs that have the rat, mm-hmm. so if you're trying to do the big poof over it, I tried to make like a rat to put yeah. hair around so that it would make it thicker. Did not work. <laughs> just stick with just oh, the straight no. hair. Oh. Don't try to get fancy and creative. Because mm-hmm. I was like, I'm really smart. I'm not smart at all. <laughs> so what grade did you get on your wig? Uh, mm-hmm. I, you know, we didn't really get grades. Oh. It was more of like a yay. Yeah, you, you did, did it. it. <laughs> she went to a very progressive school. Yeah, it was nice. like a grade for the overall class. Oh, that's good. So, nice. I did get an A. Good. Yes. Awesome. Yeah, one day we'll have to we'll have to see this. I know they're all. I, my mom I just yeah. has ridiculous like. 
Elizabethan wigs and crazy wigs that I have. So your mom has like a shelf of all the wigs you've made in school. Yeah, in the basement. Just an entire costume closet and wigs. And she's like, Mm. these just live here and take up space. That's a good mom. My mom would have thrown all that out or donated (laughs) it. Um, Yeah, God, that that hair. That is... Mine did not go that far down. Mine Mm. was about uh, thigh length. So it didn't go all the way down to the feet because it's just too heavy. It's a lot more heavy than you anticipate that it's going to be. And you can really only wear it for a few hours before Mm -hmm. it starts getting uncomfortable, especially Dragon Con, Comic Con, places where it's very sweaty. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're going to want to take a shower immediately when you take that wig off because... (laughs) And it will feel amazing. I feel like I've seen this done in a couple, like, photo shoots where people have, like, fake hair that if they're doing, like, the the photo shoot, they'll have it, like, wrapped around... So you know, it's something you could cheat in a photo. Yeah, I've seen I've yeah. seen a lot of uh, Rapunzel cosplayers that like pin the mm-hmm. braid up on their shoulder, and so they give the illusion that it's maybe longer than it is. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. that's not a bad idea. Yeah, well, it's a it's a beautiful wig, and uh, I really hope we see some more. Uh, want, I'm waiting. I'm still waiting. I want someone to turn in like a Rapunzel remix yes. for a contest, just so I can see what they do with that wig. Yeah. Uh, now heading over to Scotland, um, <laughs> I really love Merida because it's Scottish for Meredith. Don't you- tell me otherwise. It is. <laughs> it totally is. I'm Irish. I'm gonna look this up right I don't know now. if it is, but it should Merida. be. Emma's Scottish, so on behalf yeah, I of uh, yeah. the entire. <laughs> And all of Scotland, she says yes. That is awesome. correct. Perfect. <laughs> sure. I'm, I'm Irish, so we're supposed to hate each other, but it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. We do. Yeah. It. As long as we mutually hate England, it's all yeah. good. Well, <laughs> That's all you need. Except I was yeah. raised by wild Brits. <laughs> my god, my godparents are. My godfather is British, at yeah. least. So I still spell things. My dad is you. Scottish. So. Nice. Oh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, Brave uh, came out. It was. Um, I'm gonna just be honest. Wasn't one of my favorite Disney. Films? See, it's so funny. I love Brave, yeah. and I think that the reason I do is because number one, it takes place in Scotland. I'm Scottish, so Happens. I'm biased. Yeah, uh, and also I, I didn't go into it with an expectation of it being like a hero story. It didn't bother me that it was a story about a mother daughter relationship, and I ended up not seeing it until quite a ways in when mm. everybody had been complaining about it. So I went in with very low expectations and was like, this was beautiful. I was angry because it wasn't 2D animation. Because uh, okay. I, 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 I'd watched that before I'd watched Tangled. Mm. So that was it. But that the story is actually what kept me interested because it wasn't very typical of the yeah. Disney story. I loved that it was a mother-daughter mm. yeah. story. And, and I loved... I really, really loved Merida's dress. I just it's think great. it's one of the, the best costumes from like it's grounded Mm -hmm. in you know some sense of historical fashion it feels you know fantasy and real Mm -hmm. and also uh mccall's has like what i think is the best pattern i love that that dress it's i really do just look at the the wig on the little girl because it's just brilliant i love it it's so perfect (laughs) this is another character that's so defined by her hair yeah when you you think about it which is funny too because i will get into it a little later on there are the scenes where her head's covered but that's actually traditional yeah Yeah. that's totally accurate Um, which is funny because in the same scene her mother's hair is not covered and it's like she should not be uncovered she's showing that she and her mom are more covered than she thinks (laughs) (laughs) you know you know but um, there's a a couple different ones that you can do there's Mm -hmm. the Merida's casual outfit is the one that 
yeah. most people tend to cosplay yeah. and associate with it. Um, the white undergarment is known as a kirtle. Yes. And that is 12th century mm-hmm. Scotland. It is very, very accurate mm-hmm. uh, to the time. Um, and, yeah, they, the sleeves are going to take a little bit more work because yeah. you do have to have kind of those insets yeah. that mm-hmm. there's not really the pattern that allows for as much. You mm-hmm. have to kind of work with it a little bit it. yourself. Yeah, yeah that's, that's why uh, I think yeah. this one is actually really quite good because before this pattern, a lot of people um, were altering a very, a very similar uh McCall's pattern, but mm-hmm. well, maybe it was a buttered pattern. Anyway, it was all in the McCall's company, but they were altering it and having to put the slashes in themselves. This one at least does allow for some. Yeah, yeah. Some I, I would definitely just kind so of. I think we actually right have now. a photo of that pattern. Yeah, as well. That's it. Yeah. yeah, so you can mm-hmm. see a little bit more that it does have that, and it is more accurate to the time period where the sleeves allowed for movement, which mm-hmm. is nice, yeah. especially because she has the bow and arrow, which mm-hmm. is. Anything with accessories is um, our original catness. Um, so, yeah, that's that is pretty much an exact reference, which is pretty nice. Yeah. Um, the shoes are like a rustic riding boot, but really mm-hmm. any kind of boot would work with yeah. that one, uh, which is also nice because flats at a con are always Great. appreciated yeah. when you can have them. Also, this dress is really long, so people aren't really yes. going to see your feet that much. Yes, <laughs> yes. Um, so, I believe we also have a, a good picture of the cape. Yeah, the simplicity yeah. pattern, 5794, mm-hmm. is a great one to make that that cape, which again is going to be very heavy. It is somewhat warm. Yeah, uh, that's something I would use a, a wool or wool blend for mm-hmm. yep. um, if you're gonna if you're gonna go that route. This is not a summer cosplay. <laughs> No. 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 Um, Tracy's Costuming World, uh, dot com. They have one, a Merida, um, a teal dress kind of step by step tutorial, which is nice for the formal one, yeah. which I think we have a photo of that one as well. The, which is, this one isn't yeah. seen as often. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but this one is kind of a nice light weather alternative mm-hmm. to when you have the, the really, really warm weather coat, everything. Yeah. It's going to be, a bit overbearing. This one is kind of a nice one because you can use lighter fabrics. It's a little bit airier. You can see even where it's cut underneath where you can have the paneling that allows you to breathe a little and bit. And what's really interesting arms. about this dress is that it almost feels that if you wanted to, you could use a, a knit material. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Well, mm-hmm. that would be completely inaccurate to the time period. I wouldn't say like mm-hmm. a spandex, but, you know, using some sort of knitted cotton. Like a mm-hmm. stretch or like a, Even if you wanted to get fancy, you could do like a silk jersey. Ooh, yeah. You could have mm-hmm. the, the right yeah. kind of sheen it would. to it. And I mean, it would be like an 18 a yard Material, right? Oh, yeah. yeah, but it would mm-hmm. look gorgeous. But it would look beautiful, and it would feel so nice. It would be worth it <laughs> yeah. when you're walking around outside. Yeah, from, for sure. Especially Dragon Con when you're going from one hotel oh to the next, and you walk God. outside, and you're like, "Why? Oh. Why Atlanta? Atlanta why do you hate us?" August, September is just like if you wear anything heavy, it's just like. But the nice thing is that you don't even need the wig. You just walk outside and your hair looks like that. That's Atlanta. Um, Since I've left Atlanta, my hair uh, is amazing. I mean, really, actually, that's just me. That's a photo of me. (laughs) So Merida is Scottish for Merida. (laughs) Rapunzel's about me and my cat. And uh, Brave is about you and your hair. So there you go. Uh, Yeah, so I think we actually, uh, we may have a photo of the next one of the, the head covering. Yeah, yes, there, there we is. go. Um, so that is 
some people had problems with that scene because they were like, her hair isn't showing. But that's more of the actual what they would have at formal events. Um, they also show her shoes in this one as well. Um, you can look and see, I think we have a close-up of her actual shoes. They look like ballet flats that have been mm-hmm. worn in a little bit. So if you want to use that, you can use um, the, oh, mm-hmm. the first two, I believe we have, are the patterns that are yeah. great for this dress. There's uh, one that's the McCall's patterns, uh, M4490. 4490, yeah, yes. that was the, the next picture. Is. Sorry, Jonathan, there we go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, oh, that's so mm-hmm. that's perfect, and you could definitely use that um, and modify it. Uh, also, the McCall's cosplay mm-hmm. collection pattern, mm-hmm. they have that one, uh, B4827, mm-hmm. is also awesome to use. That is the yeah. exact yeah. one that I know I have friends who have altered it to make merida dresses. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so yeah. it's pretty perfect, and then you can use mm-hmm. just the trim around the mm-hmm. bottom. It looks yep. great. Uh, for shoes, again, it's always nice when you can wear flats. Hers were ballet flats for the most part. They're a little bit worn in. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can either distress them yourself, you can dye them, distress them, or just run around in them a whole yeah. lot. And then just wear them and, in and your life. They're cute. And yeah, and the great thing about ballet flats, like actual ballet flats, you can just get them and dye them. If you get yeah. the, the pink or white satin, they're so, they're meant to be dyed. So. Mm-hmm. Yes, I love that. Mm-hmm. And I love that it kind of having in the movie that they were worn down signifies that she dances a lot. She yeah. uses them a lot. So mm-hmm. that's kind of yeah. makes the character even more likable. Where and, and it's great because everything else is so pristine but her shoes. Mm-hmm. And I think, like you said, there's definitely something to be said about that. Yeah. Well, because, I mean, that that is the thing with animation in particular, mm-hmm. is that the reason there are those very simplistic style lines is that, for the most part, costuming and animation, up to the point that Disney started doing the, the 3D films... Mm-hmm. It was very loosely based on historical costume. Yeah. And it was more about telling the story of who this character was. Mm -hmm. And that's something that hasn't been lost in the 3D films. Even with films like Frozen, um, which will get into talking about now, because, uh, yeah. I mean, How we can't can really I ignore it, um, <laughs> where in, basically, uh, the our director for Frozen, uh, Mike Giamo, he brought on uh, designer Jean Gilmore, who was actually a character designer she'd worked on, like Hercules and Hunchback of Notre Dame, to basically be the costume designer for Frozen, even though it was an animated project. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that and that is not her official title. She's not credited as that in the credits anywhere. She's just listed as, like, art department or something like that. <laughs> um, but she, in the other films that she had worked on, had started to do some research on, on various historical time periods. And it was something that she just liked and kind mm. of fell into doing. And so that sort of became her responsibility on the movie uh, Frozen so that she was able to create this design that Mike Giamma wanted, which uh, he described as being iconic and sumptuous. Ooh. So I think Ooh. we have a, a picture of the, uh, the Frozen poster there mm. with... Uh, all the cast just hanging out in their yeah. sumptuous, iconic clothing. <laughs> but uh, um, but basically, the costume design in this is a, a, very much like Brave. It is based somewhat in historical costume. But here, I mean, the thing about Disney, it's a fantasy. Exactly. And, and things don't have to be truly it, historic. Exactly. Yeah. And so, like, everything has a loose basis in an mm-hmm. actual historical garment. Right. But if you were to go to a Scandinavian country <laughs> in the... 16th century, let's say roughly, this is not what people would be wearing. They'd be oh, wearing things yeah. that look sort of like this, yeah, but uh, not exactly. But not exactly. <laughs> yeah, but I feel in terms of at least Anna's outfit, her casual outfit, there was a, a lot of 
Oh yeah, I mean to me, Anna looks like your classic fairy tale heroine. Mm -hmm. She looks like a Hummel statue. Yeah, Um, even even though this is a Hans Christian Andersen story, sort of. Uh, And he he was Scandinavian, not German. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I I I love her costume, especially um, because it's reflective of her character because she has that traditional "I want to fall in love, get married, have the Disney princess" stereotype. And and so while they are based in you know history a little bit, they still are very much telling the story of who these characters are. So we have some of the early uh, concept art of Anna there. And basically, uh, uh, Mike Giamo decided Mm -hmm. early on that he just, he wanted her to be cute. He wanted Anna to always have that cuteness factor. So a lot of her her clothes, like, Mm -hmm. you know, it's like I said, I compared her to like a Hummel statue, which if you don't know what Hummel statues are, they're these little German statues of children wearing cute little outfits, kind of like Anna wears. (laughs) Uh, And ultimately, the next photo shows how the design ended up. And uh, and apparently, uh, Jean Gilmore was saying that the hat that she was wearing there in her traveling outfit, basically, you know, once again, they were playing into that cuteness factor, but it is based on a real mm-hmm. hat. She just altered it and made it a lot simpler and slimmer and cuter because, you know, yeah. she's a she's a Disney princess. She's not a, a yeah. mountain man. <laughs> <laughs> but, Which would uh, be an interesting Disney would, princess. Yeah, the next one is Mountain Man. Mountain Man. <laughs> well, no, that, that's actually, it's going to be um, another side story from Frozen and it's going to be the um, shopkeep and his family. It's going to mm. actually be based on him because he's, awesome. he's the real Disney princess. That, oh, I, love, yeah. I love that guy that, so much. That was such a great scene <laughs> in the movie where she acquires this outfit. So and the thing that's cool about uh, the 3D films, which we've touched on a little bit with both Tangled and with Brave, is that once you see the characters actually rendered, which I, the next picture is an actual rendering of mm-hmm. Anna, you start to see the texture and the detail come into the costumes in a way you simply couldn't do with the more traditional mm-hmm. cel-shaded two-dimensional animation. So... With the 3D animation, that's going to inform your fabric choices a lot more. This this looks like you know that's a wool cape. That's absolutely a wool cape. Yeah, velveteen bodice. Um, you know the the skirt is like a like a wool like a woolen blend. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. That's what I was going to say. Like if it was summer, it would definitely be a linen. But you know she's she's out and about in the cold. It's and it and it looks like she is wearing heavy fabrics that mm-hmm. she would actually be kept warm in. Mm-hmm. So you you have a lot more to go on in terms of creating sort of screen accurate. That There's more that goes into it because with the 3D animation, mm-hmm. you like we said, you can yeah. see what mm-hmm. what this is made of. Um, but uh, the uh, McCall's has uh, an Anna and Elsa pattern. They have a yeah, a Snow Queen mm-hmm. and a traveling girl yes. pattern. Yes. So Snow Queen and a traveling girl. <laughs> and what's great is they make the pattern. You can buy it for uh, adult and child. Yep. Um, and it's it's really great. You know, you you might need to uh, elongate the skirt a bit yeah. for Anna. Yep, I put, might put a little more structure mm-hmm. in the bodice too. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the cape is pretty good. Yeah, the cape is, is spot on for both costumes. Yeah. yeah, I would actually keep the skirt short mm-hmm. just because of mobility. Yeah, and, totally. Uh, I think it's kind of cute with the skirt. It is. And it's not 100% accurate to mm-hmm. the movie, but it is, especially when we're talking about having all these layers of things. Exactly. Yeah. Having a little bit of ventilation where you can walk yeah. around. Yeah. Is, it is really important. Exactly. And again, because you are you are going to make this out of 
heavier fabrics. Yeah. I, yeah. You know, the the ones that they actually show it made up in, in the pattern, I would not choose. They look a little mm-hmm. light and... They're really good for, like, your princess parties totally. and, and, and ho- Halloween costumes, yep, right. but, you know, from a cosplay aspect, you know, you really want to think about your fabric choices, and I get, like, even I, I wouldn't do... I personally wouldn't do Anna out of wool because... Me, I'm allergic to wool, so yeah, I wouldn't do it. I, I'm just, you know, but there are really good substitutes. I think, like, dedicate Kristen, yourself. Yeah, dedicate. Come on. Like, like Kristen said, <laughs> linen... For the skirt would be Amazing. great. Linen or um, there's actually a lot of really good uh, polyester like fake woolens yep. yeah. that are very, very passable. Like, yeah. Some of them, you know, you can only tell the difference by like burning it. Yep. And, and to be honest, if you wanted, if you were looking to save some money, if you got a, a higher quality and nicer felt, felt for Anna's uh cloak, mm-hmm. you could actually get away with a felt, and then you wouldn't have to finish the edges. <laughs> yep. uh, cool uh, yep. Vegito247 in the chat is uh, saying that uh, he, she, I'm sorry, I don't know if you're a girl or boy, um, has a friend who's been working on a coronation, Anna, and uh, it's taking her a long time to sew on the gems. Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh. Feeling your pain, Meredith. Yeah. Uh, but then she can say, this costume is a real gem. There has to be a bad pun every episode. So there you go. (laughs) No, for for Anna's dress, you can, you know, you can easily paint the designs on. Yeah. You Mm -hmm. could hand embroider, uh, which I know would take a while, but that would look the most authentic. You're like, nope. I wouldn't do it. I would cut it out of fabric and stitch it on. You could also do an applique, which, uh, using Wonder Under, which is a double-sided adhesive in, um, you know, material that if you if you got it like a felt or a wool you could totally. just easily iron on those appliques yeah. and not worry about them um the the what the word the frame, frame. Thank yeah you. the edges fraying yeah yeah so one one method i've seen people do for um kind of faking out a chunky embroidery mm-hmm. look is um they'll actually take you know like the squeezy puff paint yeah they'll actually do that oh. and draw out like the stitches with it oh what a great idea That's and weird. it's it like if you get like the matte finish one, yeah. it's actually a pretty good like fake out nice. for that. That's really cool. No, and if you wanted it. to go in machine embroider, there are actually people online, several people who have uploaded for like anywhere from five to twenty dollars. You can download the the embroidery patterns yep. and just plug them, you know, digitally plug it into your machine by the thread and hit go. Uh, which again, if I knew how to use my embroidery machine, <laughs> you would totally do it. But. <laughs> Well, and also, so my thing is, I would, I wouldn't do Anna because I kind of fell in love. Elsa's my girl. Uh, yes. see, I, I love Anna. Yeah. I was, when I watched Frozen, I was like, oh man, that's me in a movie. Oh, really? <laughs> see, I saw Elsa and I was yeah. like, that's me in a movie. Uh, stop, stop with this other one. <laughs> <laughs> Show me your ice castle. Do cool things. Uh, <laughs> nope. I, uh, yep, it was when, it was when she talked about how she was feeling awkward and wanted to stop chocolate uh, in her face. I was like, yeah, that's yep. just me. By the way, am I the only one here who watches Once Upon a Time? You're the only one that still watches Once Upon well, a Time. <laughs> if you guys want to see amazing renditions of these costumes, Once Upon a Time killed it with their Anna and Elsa. Now, they look I will perfect. say, I will look at screenshots yeah. from Once Upon okay. a Time. Sure, because it it's, nice. it's pretty. Yeah, it is pretty. And it's the pretty costumes show. they did in the show were like dead on yeah. from the films. They were wonderful. <laughs> so, uh, moving on to um, talk a little bit more about Elsa. Uh, the concept behind Elsa, mm-hmm. the Snow Queen, was that her gown was to be simulated ice crystals, snowflakes, and reflective of common surfaces of ice in its various forms. Uh, I heard this early 
concept sketch of her is really cute. Um, I love it. She, I love her hairstyle. No. <laughs> and her like, yeah, and I love the crown, too. <laughs> yeah. I'm kind of sad that the crown didn't make it into uh, the final cut of the film. But I did no. I did like how she went from having the very uptight coronation hairstyle to just letting yeah. it down and having her messy braid. Uh, and so the, the next image is uh, much more what she ultimately mm-hmm. ended up looking like. And then again, you know, you, you can see in the rendering, which is the next image, that we have how, you know, her dress is... Definitely made yeah. out of something with a whole bunch of texture. Yep. Yeah. It's insane to me, too, for all of these animated films that when they animate them, they don't have the costumes on. There is separate costume yeah. designers mm-hmm. whose job is to design animated costumes. Yep. Yep. That's just that's something I can't even wrap my brain I, around. Yeah, I, I I've gotten to tour um, Walt Disney Animation before mm-hmm. for Big Hero Six. I got to do the the long lead press awesome. day, and hearing a lot of them had also worked on Frozen, and we're going to work on Frozen Two, and just hearing about the level of detail that ho- this whole team that works on this—it's fantastic. And Amazing. I'm actually gonna—I uh, have some friends now over there. I've made some <laughs> WDA friends. I'm hoping to kind of get some of them on future shows so we can actually talk about digital costuming because it's actually a huge part of of our future. Yeah. Um, so unfortunately, I couldn't get the couldn't get the people on for this one, but we got Kristen who can talk about real life fabrication. Yes, exactly. No. You know, Frozen Fever was the short that came out with Cinderella, which yep. Disney's realized that Frozen is like their top game right now. And, you know, a lot of people jumped to make the new Anna and Elsa costume. Mm-hmm. Uh, you obviously won one of them. <laughs> and I, you know, can you speak about this wonderful creation you're wearing? Uh, well, I, um, I made it in a week. <laughs> I am, um, you know, I've had the fabric for it for a while when I first saw the uh, screenshots mm-hmm. for Frozen Fever came out, and uh, I saw it, and I was just like, I want that one. <laughs> like, I mean, the Ice Queen's pretty, but flowers? Kristen's all about Sparkly pink. flowers, yeah. <laughs> flowers, yeah. like, done deal. So, um, I like... Once I had a few good screenshots out, I went and like picked out all my fabric and bought everything, and then I just kind of hold it away for a while because I had some other projects I need to do, and then uh, you know I got this little window of free time and cranked it out. Now you have several pieces. You've got a, you've got the dress, you have a corset, you have the mm-hmm. underdress and the cape. So it's yep. four four pieces yep. to it, and it's very similar to her to Elsa's standard uh, dress that we see her in. Right. It's like they basically mm-hmm. kind of took uh, her model for the Ice Queen dress and then they just kind of tweaked it and recolored it and, you know, they gave her the flowers instead of snowflakes. And that. So it's very similar in construction. And you've obviously added some extra bling because if, if, you know, if we can see a little bit up close, um, <laughs> Kristen's added little Swarovski crystals to all the yes. tips of the flowers all and in the, the center. <laughs> And, and then can, we, can you actually stand up and model, show your yeah, yeah. No. I, I gotta, I gotta yeah. show part of I the love the case. Oh, I love it. <laughs> and this is just one of those where we talked about cutting lace out and yeah. using it as an applique. Exactly. <laughs> so you, you actually have a sequin fabric with an organza on top. Yeah, that's it was awesome. A, it's a sequin mesh yep. that I bought, and then I put organza on top so it doesn't get like snagged on stuff. Oh, that's really smart. Um, that smart. And then uh, I bought the lace, which mm-hmm. I cut out and arranged into the appliques, sewed all that down, sewed the flowers on. And then I went crazy with my E6000 <laughs> and a giant pile of uh, Swarovski and Preciosa crystal, and I bedazzled all of them. <laughs> I love it. I love it. It's it took amazing. like three days just to glue all the rhinestones on. <laughs> no, you know, we don't... And, and please, if I'm putting you on the spot for this, I apologize. Um, people have asked sometimes, like, when you make your own costumes, price range. Mm. What, you know, a gown like yours... 
what would you expect to pay for if someone was commissioning you for something like uh, this? I mean, if someone were to commission me for one like this, mm-hmm. I'd probably charge around... 2500 2, yeah. No, no. one of the things that, you know, the reason we actually brought Kristen on is that she is what I call a professional cosplayer. <laughs> she started just being a hobbyist and enthusiast like us. She went to school for fashion design, mm-hmm. and now she makes commissions, works in the film industry, and has mm-hmm. ta- taken all of her cosplay love and knowledge and made a career out of it. Yeah. I, um... I just wrapped a big music video that I did, all the costumes and wardrobe on. I had like a month. I had to make eight custom costumes for it, Jeez. plus wrangle a bunch of other wardrobe. And so, you know, I do that. I do cosplay commissions regularly. Um, I run an Etsy shop where I sell um, accessories. I do a lot of Disney princess accessories, so like the crowns and stuff like that. And um, it's good. It's yeah. fun. I, I really like being able to, you know, do this for people. But it's... Um, it's a lot of work. <laughs> I the last time I, I... So I haven't seen Kristen since we made our bunny suits for WonderCon. Mm, I've been holed away. Yeah, that, it's been like three months since last time I saw my friend. <laughs> <laughs> but obviously she's making cool things, so I can't complain. <laughs> I, I mean, it's it's obviously a very di- busy and, and in a way difficult career mm-hmm. choice, but it also seems very rewarding. It is. Yeah. Definitely. Awesome. Like, there's... You know, just like with any freelance work, you know, there's there's months that are you're just scraping by eating peanut butter sandwiches <laughs> and, you know, and then there's good months and, um, you know, you just have to balance it. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's it's awesome. And I want to, you know, thank you so much for coming out and sharing. Yeah. yeah. And she, she finished this, Beautiful. like, yeah, it's so she can show it off on air and it's it's absolutely stunning. Yeah, oh, and uh, real quick, can you, can you, will you tell people how you made your little um, pedals? Because that was a neat little oh, tip. Oh, your sparkly yeah, pedals. Spark- My wig yeah. has I know. a head of its own. <laughs> You're like Belle um, now, just getting yeah. a little piece of hair in your face. It's quirky, you know? Just, just because a lot of people are like, when you're doing, especially even like blue Elsa, blue and green Elsa, uh, you know, <laughs> how are you going to do all the sequins on the top? So I guess one of the options, you could buy sequins and just cut. Like, right. Yeah. Um, these actually were sequins that I found that they're uh, what they call a marquee shape, which <laughs> is the kind of pointy teardrop. And then uh, I actually put the crease down the center just before That's I sewed awesome. them on. I just folded them in half and it's fantastic. Unfolded them and sewed them on, and I'm pretty pretty happy with how they now turned out. Would you yeah. also say that for the top for Elsa for both springtime and traditional, having mm-hmm. it uh, corseted, like having a corset underbase, would be important to keep the weight of the yes, yeah. mm-hmm. yes, okay. for sure. Like the corset mm-hmm. is what anchors the weight of the cape. Um, so the cape is actually attached to the corset under the dress so instead not attached of to the dress, the dress not, yes, not because attached. they would just pull the dress down. Yep. As I'm learning with my Princess Serenity. <laughs> <laughs> I have to completely re-engineer. Yep. Yeah. That's fine. Uh, I'm just going to come hang out with you and so <laughs> next week. Beware of the rhinestones. Oh my God. I know, okay. it sounds maybe, like you're just going to attack my rhinestones. Maybe Cinderella, yeah. <laughs> and maybe if I just drag Cinderella around your floor, she'll get finished. <laughs> Cinderella Swiffer. Yeah. <laughs> Done. Pick Multi up some as you Finish a cosplay and clean your house. I, I have no problem with it. <laughs> I wish when I Swiffered, there was just 
gems and glitter everywhere. <laughs> I do it more often. Welcome to my life. <laughs> uh, so uh, I, I did mm-hmm. want to mention, uh, yeah. just, just before we mm-hmm. move on and wrap things up, is that uh, though, of course, uh, we love our partnership uh, with McCall's, mm-hmm. and they do have a fabulous pattern uh, for the, the, mm-hmm. the dresses that Anna and Elsa wear for the majority of the movie, the Snow Queen dress and the traveling outfit. I do want to also just point out uh, Simplicity's officially licensed patterns because uh, they're pretty great. Mm-hmm. And so they have one uh, which includes the Anna Coronation dress and the Elsa Snow Queen dress. And then the other pattern includes the Anna traveling outfit and the uh, Elsa Coronation mm-hmm. dress. I actually used the pattern for the uh, Ice Queen dress, the cape portion yeah. for my cape. And I just lengthened nice. it some because mm-hmm. I thought it was a little short. A little short, yeah. yeah. But, um, but yeah, yeah, it was a, definitely a good base yeah. to work off of. Yep. Yeah, it's... Uh, those licenses, man. So, yep. Yeah. But yeah, no, it's... And use every resource you have, guys. Yeah. Because those, you know, those are some really great patterns out mm-hmm. there. Um, now, before we go, we have to... Uh, we've got some fan submissions. We've got yeah. some really great ones. Uh, this is Kelby in her Merida. It's a wonderful wig. I really just, you know, a whole outfit yeah, looks really great. Yeah, she sewed two wigs together to achieve nice. that level of... Maximum fluff. Yeah, that level of fluff. <laughs> and, and Kelby, if you're watching this episode, I promise that we'll get back to you. It's just been a really crazy week. Uh, next up, we have Candice in her superhero Ariel costume. This is one of those, another great example that uh, reimagining one of your favorite characters. Yes. Um, we have Daisy that. in her shipwreck Ariel, which, uh, you know, and Cute. just I take did the that sale. for a Disney party oh. in college. Oh, <laughs> it's like also good for a toga party. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Uh, then I uh, want to mention Gwen again in her Yay. waitress, Tiana. And then uh, Katie and Cliff as like the my favorite. Oh, I, I, this, if you like look up uh, Princess Aurora and Prince Philip just on Google yeah. image search, like this is going to be like the fifth result. It's just, I, I love you guys. Yeah. I, I'm sorry. I always post Katie stuff because I love mm-hmm. her. Um, yeah. So there we go, Katie. And then we've got Ter- Teresa in her Cinderella gown with her beautiful shoe. Uh, I just have to also say uh, Teresa is one of those cosplayers that for years I, I followed and now I'm friends <laughs> with. So I'm like, Senpai noticed me. Uh, and then finally, my uh, other really awesome friend, Kim, who I've known forever, uh, in her Maleficent costume because villains are princesses too. They yes. are. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, and we've got a couple more submissions. Um, we have this wonderful Cinderella Snow from, White. Uh, Snow White. Sorry. <laughs> and I have to look at my phone because I feel like a jerk because... Oh, this is Panda. This is Panda in her Snow White. And then we have... Lauren from Castle Corset Tree, another oh, professional seamstress. Yes. Uh, Amanda, her friend, they, together they are birds of play. And Chrissy Lynn, yeah, last week's guest, uh, from one of my favorite live action Disney movies, Hocus Pocus. So, what? well, they're, well, maybe so not good. princesses, uh, Traditionally, they earn. They're still Disney. They're Disney. Yeah, well, they earn a shout out because w- witches are princesses in my world. So. Yes, and that's just a fantastic <laughs> costume group that you can't not. I'm sorry, I couldn't not feature them. Yeah. They're amazing. Uh, but yeah, so it looks like we have wrapped up this edition of Cosplay Coach. Yes, in the crazy week that it is. Um, <laughs> it's been a wonderful week. No, yes. seriously, we uh, we've got so much going on. Um, you know, tomorrow evening, the three of us are going to be heading out to uh, South Point, Las uh, Vegas, for amazing comic book, amazing comic con, Las Vegas. <laughs> God, guys, I'm really tired. <laughs> I'm sorry, I was at E3 all day yesterday, and my brain is, like, in video game explosion yeah. mode. So many video games. We're going to be doing some video game editions coming up here. Heck yes. yes. Sir. But 
this weekend we'll be talking about cosplay and all the wonderful things that the ladies do over at AfterBuzz. Uh, and there's some great guests, mm-hmm. so come join us at Amazing Las Vegas Comic Con. Um, and uh, on our month-long journey as we head down our road to Comic Con, um, we want to remind everyone we're, going to, we're taking submissions as of now for the McCall's Cosplay uh, Challenge. Uh, we're going to be live at some point mm-hmm. during the weekend. We'll fill you in at Comic Con. Um, and if you can't make it to Nerd Mecca, we're going to be hosting that virtual contest, and that will go on the same time. So as we mentioned before, the challenge is, is just give us, you know, make an original take on your favorite character. It doesn't have to be Disney. It doesn't have to be anime. Just take a, a popular culture character that you love and change it up. Um, and we'll start taking those submissions at thecosplaycoach at mm-hmm. gmail.com. And before we go... We have some more giveaways. So uh, thanks to McCall's Cosplay, we have a ton of patterns. We're going to be giving out um, three sets of prizes. Uh, We'll have um, the the Snow Princess collection. (laughs) We're going to have the Magical Girl pattern, uh, the beautiful ball gown, and we're going to be doing some of the... uh, Scottish princess and the traditional, which by the way, if anyone wants to do the mother from Rapunzel, oh, oh that's totally mother gothel. It's totally mother gothel. <laughs> um, we'll be giving these away, and I think what we're, you had a really good idea for the yeah. Uh, this week. So basically, guys, uh, we know that sometimes you don't have time to work mm-hmm. on your cosplays during the week. I think this is something that we all suffer from as well, unless we're Kristen and this is our job. <laughs> um, but uh, we want to know what you guys want to see in future episodes of the Cosplay Coach. Mm-hmm. So right now we're doing our countdown to Comic Con series, and basically, you know, after that, we're we're open for suggestions. Yeah. So uh, in order to uh, get a chance to win these patterns this week. We simply want you to tweet your suggestions at us. Uh, or you can email us at thecosplaycoach at gmail.com. You can post it on our Facebook wall. We don't care. Just reach out to us. Let us know what kind of things you'd like to see in future episodes, and we will enter you for a chance to win some of these fabulous patterns from McCall's. It's pretty exciting, because I, I know, like, and by the way, I will say from someone who's, who I've used several of these patterns, and they're great, and I love them all, and... Yeah, I'm kind of jealous that I can't just keep them. <laughs> but that's for you guys. Um, all right, so that is it for the Cosplay Coach. We will be back next week for uh, a very expanded edition called Superheroes in Spandex. Uh, we're going to kind of go over some of the more technical details of working with stretch fabrics and how to create craft your favorite superheroes. And I want you guys to pay special attention to the McCall's Cosplay blog because starting uh, the 18th, they're going to be launching something pretty rad that if you're into making spandex bodysuits, it might be pretty helpful. So we'll be doing some sew-alongs and some really awesome stuff with McCall's. Uh, so tune into McCall's Cosplay, tune into the Cosplay Coach, uh, and we're going to talk all things spandex next week. And don't forget, while you can, go on over to YouTube, subscribe, like, head on to iTunes, give us those five stars, hit up podcast1.com, take that little survey for us because we'd really appreciate it. <laughs> and most importantly, where can we find you? Yeah, people are asking for your website. <laughs> well, I currently don't have a website because I am revamping it. But I do have my Facebook page, which is uh, facebook.com slash spaceinvadercos, uh, C-O-S at the end. And then oh. on both Twitter and Instagram, I am at spaceinvaderk. You can also see 
in her house, would she want to ever be able to a really cute Space Invader pillow? <laughs> I have a bright pink Space Invader on my couch. So uh, Alana, should working. Instagram that. Yeah, you should. <laughs> I did. <laughs> but I will do it again. Yes. Awesome. Three grams. <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at Elena Jordan and on Instagram at that Elena Jordan girl. You can find me on Twitter at Emma Fife, also on Instagram at Emma Fife, on Facebook I'm Emma Fife, I'm Emma Fife everywhere <laughs> Emma Fife's are sold. <laughs> and you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at M Flacco, and you can find us at South or uh, Las Vegas Comic Con at the South Point this weekend. So we will see you guys next week. Bye! Bye. Producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network. We would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Popcorn Talk Network or its owners or principals. <laughs>